Galloway is an engineer, master carpenter, and a complete construction expert, serving Missouri and Illinois for more than 40 years. And now, here is About the House with Troy Galloway. Hello, folks. Welcome back to About the House. This is the most awesome radio show of its kind. There's no other kind of a show like what we have here. It is the univer- your university of about construction, about how the home is built. It talks about maintenance of the home. We talk about handyman issues. We were talking about any kind of real estate, buying and selling, everything about your home. And you have for a forever library through our podcast here at The Answer. My name is Troy Galloway. I'm your humble host, owner of Galloway Building Services. Just like our show here, we are one of a kind. There isn't another company that performs the same type of services Galloway Building Services does for everybody every day throughout the Midwest. We are a construction consulting company. We do engineering inspections, new construction inspections. So if you've got a home you're being built or a room addition or a project and you want to make sure that you're getting what you paid for, you make sure that you get, you're not getting ripped off and that you're getting your money's worth, that's what you give us a call for. We also do commercial, industrial, and residential inspections, as well as any kind of construction conflict resolutions. We've been in business for over 35 years. And I also want to take this moment, if I may, please, and I want to thank one of our premier sponsors, J&H Properties, real estate broker agents. Uh, They're large enough to handle all your buying and selling needs and small enough to always be there when you call. You'll never be passed off to another individual you might not even know. Buying or selling your home can be very stressful, and it's an awesome feeling to know you got somebody in your corner, someone you know personally to always help you. Call. 314-602-4835. That's J&H Properties, 314-602-4835. Folks, we have us a great show today, and I'm really excited to bring my good friend in here and to talk to you here. And Rue uh, is the owner of First Choice. He is a painting handyman, power washing, drywall finishing company. Uh, he has uh, been a, one of the experts in his industry. And he's been kind enough to jump in here and help us out and, 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 and share some of his knowledge with you folks here today. So, Rue, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about your company. Uh, yes, sir. So, First Choice Services, we have been officially in business just over a year. Um, but... With my experience, I have over 10 years of experience uh, throughout uh, different segments of doing work for other people, along with uh, doing work as a consultant as well. Um, But our primary focus is painting, and then everything else is kind of secondary to that, but along with that as well, um, just because while we're doing anything for residential we are going to come across things to do within the handyman uh, spectrum. A lot of power washing happens on the exteriors to build up for uh, proper painting on the outside of your home. And then uh, drywall finish. There's always some kind of drywall in a home to be repaired on your wall, your ceilings, and that kind of type deal. So we always want to make sure we include that as well. Well, that's awesome, and uh, I've seen some of your work out there. That's how come I know that you know what you're talking about, and you, people have heard me say this a dozen times. Oh, I me mean, for years they've been hearing me say a little putty, a little paint. 
Makes a carpenter what he ain't. Praise <laughs> God, we got good painters, man. So anyway, uh, so I got a, we got a list of questions we kind of put together. We've gotten some of these from because uh, we talked about you have coming in next last week, and uh, so people are expecting you. And so one of the questions is, what were you doing before you was in your industry? And uh, I, I also asked me where did you uh, go to high school at, but uh, being you and I are not from St. Louis, I don't think we really care. <laughs> so t- t- tell me, what was you doing before you actually got into uh, painting? So I was actually within uh, a management frame for uh, a, a building maintenance operation uh, for long-term care. And from there, we did the gamut of things from, you know, wall repair, painting, some minor plumbing, minor electric to keep everything up to code and functioning uh, for the long-term care residents that was uh, living in the building. And that included everything from, uh, you know, nursing home to actually individuals that just couldn't live on their own anymore and function. So they had their own mini apartments. And so whatever went wrong in there, we fixed it. Um, so while I was there, I was actually managing uh, four other individuals that would do specific scopes of work uh, within the rooms. And um, I did that for a period of two years. Uh, before that, it was, uh, again, uh, assisting with different entrepreneur things and management and consulting. And uh, along with that, I always on the side did painting and handyman things uh, for a number of different clients that are still clients uh, and constantly giving me referrals. That's wonderful. Hey, uh, what's that? Uh, what, let me ask you, what's, what's it like working in your, the painting industry? Uh, as a carpenter uh, and as a builder, I know that you're a, very, you're a very important part of the whole thing. But what's it like? Is it? I mean, I, I know it can be stressful, but... <laughs> So give us some give us some ideas what what you go through every day. Sure. Um, so first and foremost, uh, anything on a construction site when we're at the finishing end, it's always the painter's fault. <laughs> um, you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, first thing and foremost, when whenever we go into somebody's home, I always give a consultation for free. Um, and the reasoning why is I like to see what we're dealing with. And I get to point out things to the homeowner they, they themselves may have never noticed, like improper framing on a basement finish that they had done. And from there, you have improper drywall because now we have a little bowing effect. And that's not the painter's fault. It started at the framing, uh, and then it goes from the drywall, and then the mud and tapers, and then it's the painters. Uh, but a good painter will point these things out to you, and then they'll try to remedy as much as possible. Sometimes it's a matter of taking mud and re-skim coating the wall to fill in, and then we paint. Um, and there's a lot of different options on paint that most people don't realize. Uh, like currently, there's now a flat paint you can get put onto your walls, and it is cleanable regardless if you have children, animals, or whatever it may be in your home. Wow, that's awesome. I guarantee you that should be a hot one. Are you having many people asking you about that, or do people know about that yet? So there is a lot of individuals uh, that are asking for a cleanable surface that is less of a sheen. And a sheen is what reflects the light. So your sheens are everything from a satin all the way up to a high gloss. Um, So you got your satin. The most common one used in most homes across the nation is eggshell because that's been pretty much a standard uh, sheen for decades and decades. Um, And then it's stepped down to satin, and now there's people within that are wanting flat and matte. 
Most individuals that know about this cleanable surface being flat are those who have already bought it um, and told their friends. Um, so a lot of people, unless they're getting self-educated, really don't know that that is an option unless they have the right painters to come in and explain that process to them, explain options. Um, most people don't realize there's about five to six different options on finishes just with sheens. Let, let me ask you, because I know why I like to have flat paint. Mm -hmm. But why do you, what would you recommend why people would want a flat paint versus the eggshell, both being cleanable? Sure. Uh, flat paint is really great for touch-ups, for one. Um, and what I mean by that is, as long as you're within the three- to five-year window and you still have that same original can of paint, because every good painter should leave behind some paint to do touch-ups, Let's say a kiddo bangs the chair against the wall, and now you have this black mark, right? Um, and you try to a magic eraser and it doesn't get it off. Guess what? Take some of that paint. You do still want a decent nap, and you still want a decent brush, but you can actually touch that up without having to have a painter come in and repaint that whole wall, which if you touch up an eggshell, give it a couple years, you will definitely be able to see the difference on that spot, which means... To hide it, you need to paint that whole wall now. Mm -hmm. And we see that all the time in inspections, and people ask us, and we don't do the cosmetics, but uh, I know what you're saying. And I like the flat, too, but that's, you know, I, 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 that's me. Uh, it also hides a lot of my sins, you know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think that's awesome. In the next segment, I want to talk a little bit uh, about, you know, uh, the different types of uh, paint that you're out, out there and things like that. Mm -hmm. And, of course, we're outside, and we want to try to look at the outside because uh, uh, it is that season, and the wives are getting on to their husbands, and they're saying, this guy, I'm tired of looking at this all winter long. Uh, so I, that, that's not a fun thing uh, for anybody. Well, folks, this is uh, the first segment of About the House with Rue, uh, First Choice Painting. And we will be back with you in just a few moments. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. And we got a whole bunch more good stuff to learn. So jump in here, uh, follow us, come back. And at the end of this uh, so series, we will be offering uh, some specials, uh, some discounts, and also maybe something that uh, can entice you to uh, help save you a ton of money. Give us a call. Galloway Building Services about the house. Thank you. Sponsored by Troy Galloway and Galloway Building Services, your top choice for professional home inspections in the St. Louis area. GallowayBuildingServices.com. Welcome back to About the House with Troy Galloway of Galloway Building Services. And our special guest here is First Choice Painting, Mr. Rue, and a brother Marine of mine. So you know you got a couple of jarheads, and you know when we go do something, we actually make sure it is top-notch all the way. And Mr. Rue, I would like to jump right in here, and let's move to the next part here. Uh, you know, what I'd like to ask you here is what should customers be looking for when when they're hiring a painter, uh, or actually anybody, but you know, uh, any, uh, but painting especially, what is it? Because honestly, it seems like every time an industry lays off a thousand or company lays off people, thousands of people are painters, and you know they're not. So how how Correct. are they going to know? Well, that's a really really good question, and and it's something I come across all the time when I'm coming out and doing estimates. So. First and foremost, not to take anything away from anybody that's in the trades. Not at all, because everybody has their specialty that they're really great at. Um, but 
when you have someone come out and their primary focus is handyman or cabinetry or flooring or something else along those lines, you want to ask, hey, how much painting do you do every week? And if they're saying, oh, well, we do painting once a month, twice a month, then they're not really a painter. Not saying they don't have the skills for it, not saying they've never ever been a painter before and gone through an apprentice program of some sort, but that's not their primary focus. Um, They're typically, there's a lot of handymen out there, they're one-man shows, and there's a lot of painters out there that have decided to go and do their own thing, and they're one-man shows, which that's great too. But this is the thing I would always advise a homeowner to kind of ask is, what is your primary focus? And are you a residential commercial painter? Good point. Are you a repaint or are you a new construction painter? Because there is different skill sets to both. Uh, matter of fact, I have a journeyman uh, painter that's on staff, and he it, it was a union painter, and he was predominantly new construction painting. It's night and day. And he's like, oh, I should be able to have this done in three days. Well, do you know how long it took? A week and a half. Uh-oh. Because it's a different it's a different environment. There's floors to be concerned about, so you have more prep work as a repaint, uh, especially in residential. Um, there's a lot of other aspects that come into play, like filling holes, which most new construction painters, they're not filling holes. Because whose job is that? That's the drywall guy's job. That's the mud and taper, not the painter, because they're coming in just spraying top to bottom on new construction. So there's a difference in painters as well. I, I would always advise a homeowner to ask, what's your primary focus in painting? How long have you been painting? And these are all easy questions for a painter. They're like, oh, well, I do this, this, and that. And if anybody ever comes and says, oh, yeah, you buy the paint, well, guess what? They're not a painter. <laughs> I hear that. A painter will stick with what they know, and they're going to let the clients know right off the back, hey, I'm primarily a Sherwin-Williams painter, or I'm primarily a Benjamin Moore painter, or if they say if I'm a Home Depot or Lowe's painter, chances are they're a handyman that does painting as well. Um, but, you know, that's just a, a couple of things. But, you know, along with that, uh, a painter should always be able to advise you on, hey, I noticed you have this sheen on your walls. Did you like that? Are you wanting to stay with that? You have these options. And they should be able to explain the different options on their painting, on their process. Um, so there, there's, there's a lot of questions can go into it. But uh, some of the ones that as far as somebody's going to come in and give you an estimate, First and foremost, anybody that's a contractor coming into your house, always, always, always ask, are you registered as a company? Do you have insurance? And what does that insurance cover? This should give the homeowner a little bit of ease because they should be able to say, yes, I have it. Here's my documents. I'll put it with my bid and estimate. If you're requesting it, I will put it in there. Um, Or if they're a top-notch, and I mean high-end, um, depending, you know, certain areas around the St. Louis area is very high end. Uh, high end, there are a difference in painters too. You got your low end painters that primarily do rentals and apartments. And then you have your middle level painters, which primarily do homeowners and a little bit of rentals. Um, and, you know, they concentrate in the middle income 
arenas. And then you have your high-end painters, which all they do is concentrate in the high-end. And typically, you'll notice difference on the presentation. Um, the presentation from each painter is totally different. Uh, painters that are just low, low dollar, bottom dollar, and they're just going to be in and out and just giving you number. The ones that are in the middle are going to kind of go through the process like I've explained. And on the high-end side, chances are you have a corporate salesperson coming out to you, not a painter, um, because the high-end painters can't talk the same lingo. Well, that's right. And them are good tips, and I hope that everybody writes that down or goes back and uh, gets our podcast to check and, and listens to that because this is going to save you a lot of nightmare in the future. Uh, you, know, you know, we're going into the outside, and we're talking about painting outside. So we and we got a lot of ceiling of the decks, and so tell me, what is it that you mostly do than the painting on the outside? Do you still do a lot of uh, siding painting, or do you do a mostly soft and fascia painting? Uh, uh, that will go to decks. Sure. Um, so we, we do a combination of all exterior painting. So everything from your hardy board to your old school concrete siding. Um, and it's usually just repaint or it's they've had some uh, damage and insurance came and, uh, you know, a construction company laid up some new ones, but it wasn't colored to match. Um, so typically... We would do a little bit of all that, um, some soffit and fascia. I'm starting to pull away just from soffit and fascia just because it's so much time to do just that little bit. If you're not doing the whole house, it's kind of hard for a growing company to get to this, just those smaller uh, kind of jobs. Not that they're small, but they're kind of difficult to budget for two guys to be on the site. It gets expensive for the homeowner, for a growing company or an established company. So that's where you also get your individual painters that are great painters, and but they love those jobs because that's two, three days' work, four days' work of, for just them. Um, and they can give you a good price on that too just because they're just supplying for their own insurance and themselves. Um, but, you know, as far as uh, the exterior goes, on all exterior, your painters either should tell you or do it themselves as far as offerings, power washing, and far as the prep work goes. Uh, a lot of the reason why is that is how often do most homeowners get their exterior house painted or, and, and power washed, to, for that fact. You know, uh, most exterior paint and uh, stains and that kind of deal before they start fading, as long as you're getting good quality, should last you about five to seven years before they start fading. Mm, okay. um, so if you ever see a house where you have a lot of paint chipping away and that kind of deal um, and it's just recently been painted within a year or two, chances are they didn't power wash the house and prep work with TSP and then doing uh, priming on the bare wood that was there um, and then paint. there. So there is a process. You know, uh, your exterior home should get power washed first anywhere from a day, two days, maybe three days, depending upon the moisture in their air. So that way the wood will dry out or whatever is exposed. If it's not uh, vinyl or not metal, you need multiple days for it to dry. And you need moisture level to be a, to a certain point. Also, while you're painting, if there's too much moisture, the paint's going to fail. And by failing means it's going to crack and peel away. Um, same thing if you don't properly wash and prep the surface that you're going to paint. You don't prime bare wood before you put paint on. Um, you know, that that paint really needs to be able to uh, adhere to something. And it's usually paint would adhere to paint very well, but paint to bare wood, hit or miss. Uh, so just because we have moisture here, homes are growing and shrinking and expanding. Um, so when paint is on bare wood, 
tends to not stick unless it has a layer of primer. Primer is, is a catalyst between the wood and finish paint. Well, that's awesome. And uh, so, uh, in other words, it's really worth the little extra money to get it done right if you want it to last. Uh, uh, I guess if you're looking to flip your house, well, then you don't really care. Uh, but I guess that's the hazard of, of that. But, yeah, that's awesome information. On the next segment, we're going to walk us a little bit into uh, talking about the ceiling and power washing of decks. And uh, I know that this is a great time. May is happens to be month the deck month. So mm-hmm. we'll be talking a lot more about that. Thank you for watching, listening, folks, to Galloway Building Services on About the House uh, on The Answer. We appreciate this, and uh, we're having a great time, and we look forward to you coming back. So come on back in just a little bit, and we will get into decks. Thank you, folks. Hello, folks. You are on air with Troy Galloway, and we are about the house. And uh, we are very tickled to have our friend here, Rue, with First Choice Painting. And as promised, we're going to go into a little bit of the section about decks, and because it is a deck month coming up in the month of May, and this is the time we want to make sure we can have some beautiful subs- or beautiful our decks look beautiful. And here is Rue. Tell us, Rue. Um, do you do a lot of do you see a lot of people actually sealing decks and and you know one of the questions that I get asked a lot is that I got a treated deck why would I have to seal a treated wood <laughs> so uh, this this is the thing about wood um, it gets weathered it gets sun beaten and it goes through all this process of growing and shrinking growing and shrinking if you maintain your deck and by maintaining is keeping it clean power washing it, uh, doing a soft wash. Um, let me phrase that. Doing a soft wash. When you start seeing mold build up and mildew and that kind of deal, doing a soft wash. What's, Not, what's that mean, soft wash? So soft wash, it means the PSIs that's actually going into the wood, it's not going into the wood. It's staying right on the top surface and just cleaning off the muck, the, the build up from dirt and debris and that kind of deal. If you power wash your deck, now you're literally pushing water into the wood, um, which means now you're having some pieces of wood fabrics getting ripped up. You're having the pores of the wood open up more than where it was treated at. So when you start doing these things, now you're opening your wood to age faster. Oh. So that's where doing the proper soft wash on it, keeping up with the maintenance on it, and making corrections when needed prevents you having to restain your deck as often um, and part of that process is also is continuously when you're needing it have it sealed again um, and in my experience here in the st louis area it's always good to visit a a deck every three to five years um, if you're not you open yourself up again to possibly having to replace boards faster um, once you start replacing boards, well, now you got a mixture of new boards and old boards, and things start positioning against themselves. So now you start getting into the construction end of your deck because now you'll start having flex and shifts from the home, and 
you know, I mean, that that's your arena, Troy. <laughs> so, so how do you feel about, uh, well, software? Show me how to finish up with that real mm-hmm. quick because I want folks to re- think about this. That's a great point. Now, can we soft wash? Do you have to have a power washer on low or can you use your garden hose with a pressure, with a pressure nozzle? Tell me, how, what's, what do you recommend? So I, I would definitely use a water hose uh, with a nozzle and get uh, – I, I, I say chemical, but it, I would go more organic as much as possible on something to clean your deck with. And you can pick that up at any Home Depot, Lowe's. It doesn't have to be a Sherwin-Williams or a Benjamin Moore store. Um, and you want to make sure it doesn't. It's, uh, the basis on it is not for stripping. Um, busy be stripped. Now, you, now you're taking off the coating that's sealed in the the good of the wood. Uh, so again, you'll just start opening up pores, which is not what you want to do on a wood deck. Um, but yeah, that's just again making sure things are staying clean, keeping the mildew and mold off, because those two things will start eating away at all your sealing, your stain, and start embedding into the wood, which that's where you start getting rot. Well, tell us about the different type of stains or slash sealers out there for the decks. So, um, you know, at this day of age, everyone's pretty much caught up to each other on on stain and sealer. Everyone has a preference. Um, There's a lot of different ones from Home Depot, Lowe's, Sherwin. Again, it's a matter of are you doing it yourself or are you having a professional do it? If you have a professional do it, they're going to have their lines that they're going to deal with. Like for me, I'm a Sherwin-Williams guy, so I like uh, SureDeck. Uh, and it's a, it's a whole line of stuff from stains to, treater, to treatments to sealers, uh, everything you would want to have in it. Uh, semi-transparent, non-transparent, and basically the difference in that is the semi-transparent is going to give you a whole bunch of color, but you'll still be able to see the beauty of the wood, right? Uh, the, the growth rings from the wood, the natural, uh, but you're still not going to have a good color on it. Um, and then you have your non-transparent, which basically hides all the wood grain, uh, except for the crevices. That'd be kind of like a paint, would it be? Um, it, it's still more of a stain because it's still going to let some of the... It's, so the wood grain will still show, but it's not going to show you the difference in color from the wood mm-hmm. grain. Uh, because if you look at wood, you'll have your lighter ends and then your your wood rings are darker. Uh, so the semi-transparent kind of still shows that. The non-transparent uh, it, or the solid uh, body stain, is what we call a solid body, um, it, it'll still show the effects of the wood, just not showing the color differences. All right. That's great. That's great. Well, folks, this is About the House with Troy Galloway, Galloway Building Service, and First Choice Painting with Mr. Rue, my fellow brother Marine. And thank you for listening to our show. And we will be back in just a few moments. We have a lot more great information coming your way. So please jump right back on board with us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Sponsored by Troy Galloway and Galloway Building Services, your top choice for professional home inspections in the St. Louis area. GallowayBuildingServices.com. Hello, folks. You're back. We are back with About the House. I'm your humble host, Troy Galloway with Galloway Building Services. Uh, and we would like to have, we're going to jump back back on board here with our first choice painting with Rue. And we're a Ask the Expert segment. Okay. So this, I actually had some people have been 
this is something I get asked a lot. And when we advertised last week about you coming on board, Rue, uh, this is somebody had reached out to us and asked us if you can talk. And I really don't know how to answer this as properly as you, but what's the difference between shellac, lacquer, and polyurethane, polyurethane. See what you know. Uh, what where's the best applications, and why we even have it? Gotcha. Um, and you know, and that's a real good one. And again, it's a matter of preference, um, and it's a matter of who is applying, and then also, of course, budget and need. Um, so, just to let you know, shellac is great. Most people don't know this, but shellac, real shellac, not synthetic shellac. And there's a difference, and I'll explain that here real, real quick in a second. So shellac is actually a type of bug that's over in uh, Asia area. I don't really recall where, but it's actually a bug. And basically, they secrete shellac because it's a shellac bug. And uh, so it's something that's in their DNA. I, I'm not sure if it's a secretion from them or if it's secreted from their shell uh, from the exoskeleton or whatever. But essentially, real shellac, is it is kind of expensive, but it is great, really, really great to use when you want to use it as a primer or, or a catalyst to cover up staining, uh, whether it be on wood, whether it be on walls from smoke damage, mm. ceilings, um, cabinets. So, for instance, uh, I do a lot of investor property homes, and sometimes there's some of these homes that are just saturated from decades and decades of three-pack smoker a day inside the house, right? Um, so what used to be white is actually brown now, Oh, borderline going black. Um, so in that case, I would let the, the property know, hey, we're going to need to use shellac on this and use it as a primer. Um, so essentially what it does is it, it has like flakes of, of the bug and higher, I'm not a scientist, but you know, however they mix it into the stuff to go onto the, or whatever you're putting on, whether it's wood or walls or whatnot, it hardens up and it blocks all of your staining, um, mm. with less coats. So if you use a kills, right, most people use kills, right. uh, for, for a priming block, um, Kills doesn't have that in there. But in that kind of scenario, if we would have used kills, we'd have to use three or four coats potentially and then still use a top coat of two to three coats. Oh, wow. Um, so that gets expensive in itself if you're not aware. Uh, so that's where shellac w- would be great and primarily used in. Um, and when I say also on wood, I mean, for instance, mold remediation, right? Okay. Uh, mold will leave staining on the wood. You can treat it. You can kill it on the wood in the framing, but you still need to seal it in there. Most guys, they just end up using what they call uh, peanut butter or uh, an oil primer uh, to kind of seal it in there. But at the same token, I would use shellac because shellac hardens up like no other and covers and, and basically secludes that area for a potential regrowth. Um, on, on the wood framing. Now, as far as drywall, I would rip all the drywall out for mold. Uh, right, right. Just, just because it needs to be out of there completely. Um, now, lacquer is a newer um, option uh, that you can use in replace of shellac. So lacquer, most lacquers actually have some shellac in it. 
I didn't know that. But the great thing about lacquer is that it dries really fast because it has uh, kind of like a uh, uh, like kind of like an alcohol base in it, so it dries really fast. Uh, but it's great for hardening up and covering as well as on wood and and that kind of deal. Or if you're again priming or finishing up uh, some woodwork, uh, lacquer is really great for that uh, as well. Before you start putting on a top coat, so you can kind of do a mixture. Um, and there's a different lacquers also that are oil-based. Um, again, anything within the prime, uh, priming arena, um, sealing up wood pours and that kind of deal, um, all these things are really great for that as well. Um, so polyurethane. Most people know about polyurethane just being used on wood floors after they're finished. Right. They're nice and shiny. They're nice and shiny. Exactly. Um, again, it, it's, a, it's a hardener. Uh, when you put it on, it helps protect all your staining and uh, that kind of deal when you're going into wood. Um, some people also t- use uh, tinted polyurethane on cabinets and other woodwork that you're still trying to create this other finish for. Um, But again, it's one of those uh, top coats, I would say, that hardens up really, really great. Um, And same way going back down to shellac. So shellac is is really great. Um, Just not everybody wants to pay for it uh, because it is expensive. You know, I often wondered who was the guy that sat around to squash bugs to figure out that this will make some good, good coating, you know. <laughs> well, I hope he made a lot of money out of it because it was a fabulous and a most ancient, isn't it, of yeah. the three different systems yeah. out there. Uh, and uh, they don't really use the shellac, I guess, on hardwood floors. And, Not anymore, no. You know, I, I, I know the old timers used to, so. But every, and I, I know the young boys, they sure like that polyurethane thing on the hardwoods because they love that nice shiny look well folks thank you very much we appreciate you listening to about the house and this is troy galloway and with first choice painting we will be back in just a few moments jump on board and we will wrap this wonderful show up thank you folks sponsored by troy galloway and galloway building services your top choice for professional home inspections in the st louis area gallowaybuildingservices.com Uh, welcome back, folks, to About the House. This is your host, Troy Galloway with Galloway Building Services, and I have my good buddy here, First Choice Painting, Mr. Rue. Uh, and what makes this uh, such an awesome company is, as you, I've said in earlier, that we're both old Marines, and he is a veteran-owned company. He promotes the veterans. And, Rue, jump right in here and help us out because this is a love of my – this is something I really love. Yes, sir. Um, so – my background, I'm, I'm a Marine veteran, as you spoke of. I served from 97 to 03. I uh, was planning on a career, was uh, set to go become a recruiter, and I blew up my knee. So uh, being as 0311, which is for what you uh, most people don't know is a infantry, a grunt, uh, I, I need my knees. I need my back uh, so I can uh, – uh, anyway, that, that's a whole other conversation. I'll stop there. Uh, so that way the Marine Corps could use me as they intended, um, and they couldn't do that anymore with a blown knee. So uh, that cut me short of my career uh, path. And um, who knows? It, it, it's all for a reason, and uh, I'm here, and this is what I'm doing. So First Choice Services, my real big push uh, this year is to be able to hire veterans or their families. And when I say their families, I mean spouse, child. Um, I have a heart for veterans. 
um, and their families. I am a son of a soldier, a veteran, and um, my father is no longer here. So I'm trying to be that what I can for my children uh, like he was for me. And uh, one way is I can hire veterans, I can hire their families, and I can train them in this uh, industry and uh, give them opportunity for a career path outside of the military. Uh, so that's that's been a focus of mine. I uh, cooperate with a couple of different nonprofit uh, veteran organizations as much as I can uh, in support. And, uh, you know, in, right in turn, they, they did give me support, too, and I appreciate it. So, Well, I'm going to introduce you to a good friend of mine, George Slaughter. Uh, yeah, he is a... He my, he's my army buddy out there, and uh, he actually has uh, the Chamber of Commerce, for uh, Veterans Chamber of Commerce. So uh, hopefully he'll be able to f- give you some uh, good guys to send your way. Uh, and it's all about promoting the veterans. So that's awesome. So the, anytime, folks, that you guys hire first choice, just know that you really are helping the veterans. Uh, these these men and women, they have given so much. Uh, uh, we, it's just a wonderful way that we can all promote and i guarantee you the work ethics of a veteran is way far and above and beyond whatever else is out there of the other folks not that they don't have good work ethics but in their especially marines we get a knocked into us so we don't really have a lot of choice we're, we're, we're just ignorant like that we don't know when to quit <laughs> that's right that's right that devil dog right on and so uh, actually folks i uh, wanted to wrap this up but what i want to offer here is that we're doing uh, a, a real quick like i i want to offer to you go to galloway building facebook page and uh, if you like it, hit like hit follow and then just make a short statement about the show and the first ten, the 10th person and the 25th person that goes to Galloway Building Services Facebook page. We're going to be given a free radon test. So jump on board, do that. And uh, you've mentioned that you've heard Rue on the show, and he too will help you give you a discount uh, for your project. And uh, he'll make sure that uh, he discounts quite well and remind him, make sure he knows because uh, uh, that, that you listened to the show and you heard him on the show. Well, folks, thank you very much for listening to About the House. And I want to say thank you to our premier sponsor, J&H Properties Real Estate Brokers, uh, large enough to handle all your home and buying and selling needs and always small enough to make sure that they're there when you call. Call J&H Properties, 314-602-4835. Thank you. Have Semper a great day,